Shusim. Now, it's a very big schuss to be here. It's the first time that I'm here in this venue, um, and I'm so impressed. Uh, the natural flow of Debrei Tayyar that comes out of Rabbi Sunshine and the level, the Ramah that he brings to Yeshiva is, uh, is really amazing. It's unparalleled. And, uh, and I hope that everybody in this room appreciates uh, what we have, the gem that we have here, and, uh, and the Tyra that he says, and how, how elevated it is, how sophisticated it is, and how true it is. And I myself uh, love hearing his Debrei Tyra, and, uh, and I'm indebted to him for inviting me here this evening. Hanukkah is something... It comes upon us very quickly and almost unexpectedly. We know that it's coming, but before you know it, it's here. And then we light the Neiris, and then we eat Latkes, and then we have a, have a Mesiba. And before you know it, it's over, and we don't really always have something out of Hanukkah. We gain a few pounds, of course, and we get some heartburn, and, uh, and we have a good time. But certainly that's not the kavana of Chazal to be kaveya, this yantiv ba'al vayda. And it's important to take tzedel adarach. It's important to try to take something personally out of every yantiv and befrat the yantiv of Chanukah ba'aleinu l'tayva. At the end of this week's parasha, it says, V'loi zochar sahamashkim es Yosef v'yishkachehu. Even though Yosef interpreted the dreams of the sahamashkim, the sahamashkim, and then the sahamashkim got free, and Yosef pleaded with him, this kartani al paroi, remember me to paroi. But v'loi zochar sahamashkim es Yosef, the sahamashkim forgot about him, he, he did not remember him, and he forgot about him. And when you read a Pasuk like that, we should be bothered by the redundancy. Obviously, if he didn't remember Yosef, then doesn't that mean by definition that he forgot him? What's He forgot about him. So Rashi says that he didn't Remember him to Paroi right away. He didn't remember him right away. He should have right away remembered him to Paroi like he promised, but he didn't. And since he didn't, he forgot about him even later. What does that mean? Obviously, again, how does that solve the problem? In the Sefer Archas Yesher, Reb Chaim Kanievsky's masterpiece on Musr, a bestseller, Bechayev. And if you think that it's not a proper Lushan to say about a, a Sefer, a bestseller, so I, I was Menachem Avol by uh, Reb Yamin Cohen Shlito, whose father, Reb Faivol Cohen, Yibadol Chaim, Faivol Cohen was Paisa Gadar. And he was the Badea Sholchan. If anyone ever learns anything in Yerudea, Smicha, you're going to learn, you're going to learn the Badea Sholchan. It's the Mishnah Bura on Yerudea. 
And before he wrote this Sefer, before Rabbi Feivel wrote the Badi HaSholchan, he went to Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky to get his bracha, to get a haskama from him, not a physical haskama, but a, a bracha that it's the right thing to do. He didn't know whether it was the right thing. To, even the Mishnah Brua was a chiddish, that the Mishnah Brua should be able to digest all of the paiskim and um, put them together. Maybe there's nothing wrong with learning the Shulchan Aruch like it was always learned. I'm sure the sales of Shulchan Aruch plummeted since the Mishnah Brua has been written. And so for the Badi HaShulchan to start writing on Yeridea, maybe it's not the right thing. Maybe you should just stick to the Shach and Taz and, and Mechaber and Ramon and like, like the olden days, like our grandparents did it. So why, why mess with that? And Rabbi Yankov gave him a bracha, told him exactly how to do it. And on his way out, this is what Rabbi Yaman told us, on his way out, his, Rabbi Yankov's rabbitson was standing by the door and, he, and she said, it's a great idea, and if you listen to the way my husband told you to do it, it's going to be a bestseller. It's going to be a bestseller. So if she could use that Lushen, then I could use that Lushen. And it's funny because Rabbi Feivel himself told me once that when he first published his Badea Shulchan on Nida, so he sent a box of them to Lakewood. That's where, you, that's where, you know, we were speaking about demographics before. If you're going to sell a Sefer, Lakewood should be the place to sell a Badi HaShulchan. If it doesn't sell there, it ain't selling anywhere. And uh, so in, in the olden days, maybe it's like this today also, they used to put a box in the coat room, and whoever wanted to would take it and, and put money in the box. So after one hour or so of a box of Badi HaShulchan being in, the, he had a, a gabai that was memuna over this box, this guy called Rufaivo and said, send another box, the first box is sold out. So Rufaivo said, why are you making chaisik of me? Why are you making fun of me? He couldn't be masik that his sefer would be sold out in an hour in Lakewood. The bracha of Rabbiankov's Rabbitson was maklaim, immediately it became a bestseller. So, what is the pshat? So, Reb Chaim Kanyasi, not in this context of this pasuk, Reb Chaim writes in his sefer, he quotes his uncle the Chazanish. And his uncle the Chazanish said that a skula for zechira, we all want a skula for remembering things, right? We're all absent-minded professors. We always forget everything. If my head wasn't screwed on, probably forget that at home, right? How many times do we say that? And you're forgetting your keys, and you're forgetting your this, and your wallet, and you're losing things, and whatever. The biggest skula not to forget something is to do it right away. If you do something right away, you're not going to forget it. If your wife tells you to take out the garbage and you do it immediately, you're not going to forget it. If you wait a few minutes, then you're going to forget, and your wife's going to say tomorrow morning after the garbage trucks have already pulled away, by the way, you, you, the garb. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. My bad. God, I, it's not going to happen again, dear. But if I would have done it right away, Itaka, you know, would have gotten done. So the biggest school, everybody's going, you know, finding all types of right to Benloch, like the red strings and the this and the that, and saying, uh, I don't know, Raziel Amalek's in your pocket. Just do it right away. Chazanisha says, just do something right away. That's the biggest school for, for Shikha. You want to remember something, you do it right away. 
And I think that that's the pshat in this pasuk. If he would have done it right away, if the Saramashkim would have immediately mentioned to Parai, by the way, there was a Jewish boy in jail with me, he did me a big taifa, he got me out of jail, he interpreted my dream, and I just want to be done with that shlichas that he gave me, then he would never have forgotten. But he didn't do it right away. Like Rashi says, he forgot right away. He just, he just kicked it down the road. He didn't do it right away. That's the way life works. If you don't do something immediately, then you're going to forget it. In Alanisim, we say, on Hanukkah, special Alanisim, that the Ivanim's mission in life, one of their missions was Lashkicham Tayrasacha. They wanted to make us forget our Tyra. And I ask you, how do you do that? How do you make some... I understand if they want to kill us, there's many ways of killing a Jew, right? That's been proven throughout history. And there's many ways of, of, of oppressing a Jew and enslaving a Jew and even enculturating a Jew. But how do you make a Jew forget his Tyra? How do you do that? If I say, don't, remember, don't forget your Tyra, what, what are you going to do? You're going to start remembering Tyra. How do I stop... If I'm a Yavani, how do I stop a Jew from remembering his... How do I make you forget your Tyra? How do I do that? I have like a forgetting gas, like and I spray it in your face, and all, all of a sudden the Tyra is gone. I think the way that you make a Yid forget his Tyra is by stopping him from chazering his Tyra. The only way that we could ever remember our Tyra is by remembering our Tyra. How do we remember our Tyra? By doing it right away. By chazering it right away, that's the only safeguard that we have that we're not going to forget our Tyra. So many guys come up to me all the time and say, Rebbe, I feel like I'm wasting my time in yeshiva. I'm so depressed. I spent a whole year. Think about this. You spent a whole year learning psachim. A whole year. And you have amazing rabbeim, and you have chavrusas, and you, you're tumbling about who, which chavrusas am I going to get, this seder and that seder. And you have notes, and you have notebooks, you have computers, and you're typing over share. And then at the end of the year, or in a year from now, we're going to be learning a different masechta, whatever masechta that may be. And you're going to look back at Psachim and it's going to be completely, maybe, it's going to be completely like lost. Like, what happened to Tavshim Pei Gimel? I, I don't remember a thing from Psachim. You worked very hard on it, but you, you won't remember anything from it. Now, in Shamayim, you for sure get schusim for learning it. Don't get scared. But in terms of actually knowing anything, and this is what guys come to me all the time, I wasted a whole year of my life, I didn't learn a thing. Why do you say that? Because I don't remember anything from Sorry, You can ask me on any dafim sachem and I won't be able to know what it's talking about. And the reason for that is because we don't chazer. We don't chazer. And when you don't chazer, v'loi zachar, if you don't remember, if you don't 
bother to make sure to remember it right away, like the Chazanish says, the school of for, for against Shikha is doing it right away. If you don't do this right away, if you don't chaz it right away, it's gone. The Pasuk says, If you even blink your eye from Tyra, then it just vanishes. Tyra vanishes. I heard B'Shem Reb Shlem in Ayrbach. I didn't hear it from him directly, but a friend of mine told it to me, that he was against Afyaymi on a certain level. And it's, it's not his taina, it's a lot of people's taina. He says that the way Afyaymi is, is, and it's true, I mean, you know, there's really no denying it, but you remember, uh, I, I would say, I'm tempted to say Etch-a-Sketch, but that's not really what he meant. In the olden days, I'm sure my son and Charlie remembers, there used to be like a, it was like sort of like a, a, a thing for children. It was like a flat, sort of like a tablet, but that also has different connotations today. You would take a magnetic pen and you would like draw in a, uh, like a, uh, there's like a face and you draw a beard or a mustache or eyelashes or whatever. And then when you want to write a new etching on this face, you lift up the page and then you put it back and it's brand new again. It's Eiskemek, the whole, the whole thing is erased. Rabbi Shalim Azam said that's sort of what Tafyaymi is. Every day you learn, everyone sits down, you have thousands of people all around the world sitting and learning, and they're etching out a sketch, and then, oh, tomorrow's daf, whoop, you pick it up, bang, brand new daf. The, what we learned yesterday is forgotten, what we learned two days ago is way forgotten, and we're learning, there's no denying, we're going through shas, but what do we take from it? And the truth is that this is a taina for Tafyaymi, but it's a taina for Ian also. It's a taina for Baba, for Baba Kama, Baba Metziah, Baba, all the Yeshiva Shemesachtas also. It's no different. It's just, we're, you're, at least by Dafyaymi, you're, you're, you're forgetting more. You know, here you're forgetting eight blot a year instead of, instead of uh, 365 blot a year. I don't know which is worse. But there's a taina on us that we don't forget. And it's not just a taina on bad boy, you didn't, you didn't chazer. The reason why we're not seeing the yaifi of Taira, the reason why we don't find a gaiva in our learning is because, is because we don't know it, because we didn't bother to chazer it. Lashkicham Taira Secha is the Yavanim said it's not important to chazer. Chazer is not important, and it's true. In the, in the Yavanim's world, it's not important to chazer. And I'll give you a raya. Did you ever see somebody at the end of a, after finals, whether it's a chem final, whether it's an orgo final, bio final, uh, accounting final, once it's done, did you ever see somebody, you ever go back to the dorm room and find a guy like schwitzing over a biology book after the finals are over? Or going over his notes? I've never seen that in the history of the world. I've been around the block a couple, I've never seen that. Never seen anyone chasering biology after the final was over. I did it, it's done. I mean, when I was a Bacha, we used to actually make a Srefa. You know, you talk about, uh, you know, Tashbisu. At the end of the year, you know, we take a big, a big, uh, of one of those metal canisters and we'd make a fire in it. And we would mamish b'makayim tashbisu dairaisa. We would mamish take all of our notebooks, all the secular studies and the textbooks for good measure, just to really heat it up. And we throw it all in there. There's no concept by Gaim of Chazara. Once you have the accomplished, you got your diploma, you got your, your mark, you got, that's it. There's no chazara. It's not important to chazar. What's the point? You, you, you already graduated. 
That's such a trefana mohos, that's such a trefana musug. A year doesn't have that musug. There's no concept of, I graduated Psachem, I graduated Nadarim, I graduated uh, Makis. You chazer and you chazer and you chazer until the day you die. Ramesha Feinstein chazered Shas hundreds, maybe thousands of times. You think he didn't know it after one time? He was a genius. The Rogachover, the biggest genius you know, in the world. Albert Einstein looked like foolish compared to the Rogachover. He chazered and he chazered and he chazered. Mayor Simcha is Shutuf in, in Devinsk, his, his co rabbi in Devinsk, said that everybody is so impressed by the Rogachover's, uh, you know, his brilliance and his memory and how he has total recall. He says, I'm not impressed. The man chazers day and night. He chazers shas every day. What's the cons? If I chazers shas every day, I would also have it on my fingertips. But why did they have to chazer? That's not a, a Greek mentality. That's a uniquely Jewish mentality because if it's the Torah and the Torah is holy and it's beloved to us, then we just never have enough. We just want to get deeper and deeper and deeper with it. Rabbi Yosef Fruchtenler, one of the Rabbeim in Chaim Berlin, tremendous Tamachacham, a wonderful, wonderful person. I heard him. I think I heard him say it once. I never was in his shir. I think I may have heard it say, or, I, or somebody told me that he said it. He said it, but again, like when I say it, it has to be understood in the context of, of, a, of a mishmar like this. If I'd say it out in the street to a balabas, they would probably have me arrested. He said, a yeshiva bacher in the morning, first seder, you fall in love with the sugya that you're learning. You're learning a sugya, whatever daf you're on, and, and the taisus and the rambam and the ran, whatever you're learning, you learn it and you go through the marmakaymas, so you go to shir, and you're, you, you, you're, you're beginning to fall in love with the Gemara. He says, and at night, in the deep hours of the night, after Mayrev and after everyone goes out of the base medrash, and, and now you have just a peace of, of mind and, and quiet, he says, then you have an affair with the Gemara. In the morning you fall in love with the Gemara, and at night you have an affair with the Gemara. That sounds very inappropriate, right? But a Ben Taira that understands what it means, it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Maybe the reason why it seems inappropriate is because we're not used to that concept. We look at our Gemara like we look at our math book and our, and our biology book. It's a subject. We have to know it, or we don't have to know it, or but we're, we're going through the motions of knowing it. But when it's done, it's done. At the end of the Zman, we put it on our shelf until, you know, eight years later, the next Machser, if we're around, and, and we'll, we'll pull it out again. We'll dust it off. But if you want to have a love affair with the Gemara and with Taira, it requires constant constant chazara. A surefire way of forgetting it is don't chazar. The Yavanim said, don't chazar. Be like us. You can learn Tyre all you want. Because someday, go for a Seder, learn, learn Tyre. Learn Daf Yaymi. It's Geshmat. They didn't have a... That wasn't their problem. Their problem was chazara. Their problem was lashkicham Tyre We want you to learn it. Learn it once. Think that you know it. Make believe that you know it. Be misguided that you know it but you're not going to know it. You're going to forget it, and that's fine with us. That's Yivanim. It's all chitzainis. It's all superficial. I'm in yeshiva, I'm yeshiva bacher. I know it, I learned it. But do you really know it? Did you fall in love with the Gemara? Did you, did you become one with the Torah? 
did that ever happen to us once in our life that we mamish fell in love with a piece of Gemara. You know why it didn't happen? Because you're going on first dates with a Gemara and then tomorrow morning's another first date and then Sunday morning's another first date. And if you never are able to go on a second date and a third date and a fourth date and, and, and be able to, uh, um, to really be able to... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What, like compound, like compounding interest. If the interest in the Gemara is not compounding because you're not chazering, you're not going over it again and again and again, it's going to just be lost. And, and that would be a crying shame because that means you'll go through your whole life and you'll never have an affair with the Gemara. It's not a punishment. People think Chazar is a punishment. You must learn four times or else you never... You know, that's always the way it's... It's always spoon-fed to us like that, you know. One time you didn't learn it, four times is like the first time. Like, I don't like that, Tyre. That's like... That's, that makes me... Everyone gets nervous from that. That's not what I'm... That's not the pitch. The pitch for Chazar is not that, ooh, you, it doesn't count if you don't... No, no, no. It counts. You get Schar and Shemayim, no doubt. But in this world, you will never, ever have a, have a relationship that's real, that's sophisticated, that, that's beautiful, that's all-embracing if you don't chazer. You need to chazer again and again. And once you chazer, then you'll all of a sudden see things that you didn't see the first time. The Yivanim wanted lashkicham teirasecha. How did they do that? They said, learn, because then is beautiful. We'll sponsor you, see him but just never look back on the Gemara until seven and a half years from now. Make everybody feel good about themselves, but it's so superficial, it's so yavon. Yavon is all about the external beauty. So you got, a, you got external beauty, you could brag, you got bragging rights, you go to the daf, you go to this, you go to that, you go to shir, you go to seder, you have a rebbe, you have nights, but you never ever, you never get entrenched with the Torah. If, was, if there's one takeaway for Hanukkah for us, it's this. We have to try to be macabre on ourselves to chazer more. Not as a punishment. It's not a punishment. It's the, most, it's the only way to ever really, really understand Tyra. Otherwise, we're just jumping from page to page. We're etch-a-sketching. We're, we're shaking the etch-a-sketch, and it disappears, and it disappears, and it disappears, and we don't know anything and it's depressing. But imagine now a different, a different matrix that we're able to learn and we chazer like crazy. We chazer like crazy every day, every night. And I'm talking to myself also, by the way, everybody. I'm not, I, you know, it's very hard to chazer because you feel you don't, you know, you want to see something new. But if you're able to really chazer, if we're able to chazer, if we're macabre on ourselves, Hanukkah, from now on I want to chazer, you're going to come to me in a year from now and you're going to say, thank you so much. Without that shmuz that I heard on that Mishmah because Rabbi Sonnenstein invited you to come and speak for a few minutes, I never would know the importance of chazara. I never would have once had a relationship with the Gemara, an affair with the Gemara. I never would have fallen in love with the Gemara. But now I'm beginning to have her hurim of Ava, of Chiba, of Reyes with Tyra, because I started the process of Chazar. I was always going through my whole life with the Yavani approach of Ashkicham Tyra Secha. But now I'm going to be Zachar, I'm going to remember Tyra. I'm going to commit myself to not forget because I'm going to make a steady system of Chazara so that I really, really, at the end of the year, can say I was kind of psachim. I was kind of nedarim. 
I was kind of these mesechdes and make little marks on the top of your Gemara. If you look in my, when I was a, a bacher learning in, in high school in Eretz Yisrael and in Eretz Yisrael afterwards, I used to make like these little little figures of on top of the Gemara how many times I chazered. And there are mesechdes that I mamish had like, you know, 10, 15, 20 times of lines, and I'm not bragging, I'm just telling you, you know, that's the way I used to be. When I was a bacher, that's the only way you can be as a bacher. And because of those mesechdes that I chazer, I know. The mesechdes that I didn't chazer, I don't know. Anyone that I know that is a real Talmud Chacham Muvak is somebody that when they were young and beyond, they chazered. There's no shortcuts. You could be a brilliant person. No one was more brilliant than Ramesha. No one was more brilliant than the Ragachov. No one was more brilliant than Ravaran Kotler. They were chazaring day and night. Day and night. Chazara, chazara, chazara. And when they finished chazaring, they chazared again. And they never stopped their entire lives. They could have taken a vacation. They could have said, okay, enough is enough. When they were, when they were 25 years old, they chazared 50 times, 100 times. They could. They never stopped chazing. The Vilna guy never stopped chazering. So if he didn't stop chazing, does that mean that are we smarter than them that we don't have to chazer even once? That's what Shabbos is for. Shabbos afternoon is not a time to always just go back and sleep. It's a time for chazar. Friday night, you have a whole, you know, six hours of, of Friday night. You go back and you chazer. Go to the base of and you chazer. Whatever you learn during the week, you chazer your abeim shiurim, you chazer the bekiyas that you learn, you chazer nightseid, you learn chazer halacha. If you don't chazer, it's out the window. Pardon the pun, but that's that's just the way it is. That's the reality. Am I wrong? So that would be an amazing takeaway for Hanukkah. That would be the greatest gift that you could give yourself on Hanukkah is the resolve to chazer and to chazer and to chazer without end. Never end. How many times do you have to chazer? There's no limit to chazara. A million times, I would say, but even that's not enough. That's the beginning. That's the only way. It's, I'm not giving you a musr shmuzi. I'm just telling you it's the only way to do it. There's no, there's no alternative. And the reason why we, we think there is an alternative is because we have the Yavani mentality. The Yavani so infiltrated our lives. Lashkicham tayrasecha. They wanted us to believe that you don't have to chazer. It's enough at the end of the year. You graduated, mazel tov, it's over. That is such a gayasha mentality, but it infiltrated our minds. And when we're in a yeshiva like we have, that we have a seamless, you know, dual curriculum, as we always call it, there is a lot of problems with that because that dual curriculum, it's not just the time that we're not using to learn Taira. But that we have a heter for. But it's the mentality, it's the seamlessness of the way that it goes from the second floor down to the first floor that we think we don't have to chazer biology, so I don't have to chazer psachim. But that's such a fallacy. In a full te yeshiva, there's, there's systems of chazar built in. There's starim just for chazara. And we have that ability here as well. After night seder, spend as much time as you can. When you're not studying, not doing finals, chazer. Chazer and chazer and chazer. And Mitzvah Hashem, that's the first step, not just to being a Tamar Chacham, but of being an Ayiv Taira, to be a, a real, a somebody that really has an Avas HaTaira. Avas HaTaira is only going to be able to come about through incessant Chazar, constant Chazar. The more you Chazar, the more you will love the Taira.